Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Slim Fast 14-Day Effect on your New Year's resolution. Day one, the new year. You want to kick it off with a bang, and you're not just talking about fireworks. Day 14, you're ready to start this year right, looking great, and preferably on top. Two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. Swap two meals a day for Slim Fast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to six pounds in your first 14 days. Find Slim Fast in a store near you. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm just so excited to be back. Welcome, After Buzzers. We are here at the After Buzz TV studios talking about American Horror Story Season 3, Episode 11, Protect the Coven. I am Davis Gifflity, your host for the evening, joined, as always, by my gorgeous, gorgeous co-hosts, Sarah Huggins. Hi. Jillian Love. Hi, guys. And Oriana Leo. Dream Hello. team. Dream, Dream team. We're back. <laughs> so yeah. excited. And we came back with a bang. This week's episode was... Or a squirt. Ew. Of blood. <gasps> that was Lord. really graphic. I know, but that's what I thought. <laughs> I, well, this episode was very bloody. It was. That it was. Um, juicy, we could juicy. say. Juicy. We learned a lot about... A lot of people this week. (laughs) I feel like things that we didn't know before. Well, first we find out about um, Madame LaLaurie's obsession with blood. She's got a bloodlust. Yes, she does have a bloodlust. And for some reason, it sort of reminds me of like a serial killer mentality and like sort of like a sociopath, the way that she looks at things and like she wanted to figure out how things worked. The inner right. the, the insides. insides. Yeah. Well she said she had a fascination with animals when she was younger. Cutting which by the way is like serial killer thing. If you find yeah. your neighbor or your child is killing small animals and gutting them, <laughs> call someone, tell someone, say if something. You see something yeah, if you say see something, something say yeah. something. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Brought to you Thank by you. Stephen, our fabulous engineer. <laughs> um, because yeah, that's one of those first signs of like, you know, serial killer kind of behaviors. Yeah, sociopathic mm-hmm. tendencies. So of not Having the compassion because she was saying or I empathy. Would, empathy, I would right. hear the wails, the cries, yeah. and it was kind of like it was enforcing what she was doing. Mm-hmm. It made her feel good, and she loves to see the the insides, yeah, and I the mean, blood flowing, and something yeah. about that the chicken head being cut off and seeing it squirt out, and having her have this like 
real intense feeling for the blood. Well, confession, we missed the first probably 45 seconds of yeah. the show. Yeah. So if anything um, yeah, crazy so happened, let us know. Can you guys tweet us yeah. uh, right now, because we all have our phones, uh, let us know what happened in the first minute of the show before yeah. she cut the chicken head off, because um, that's where we sort of started. started. Um, and it was just as disgusting as I imagined. Right. It was, but like it was very interesting to start exactly at that point for us and then to just jump right into the episode because then we jumped right into Nan's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, which got cut short because of Queenie's return. And Kyle was there, can I just say it? He just, I like how he just shows up. Well, he wasn't in the last right. episode. Well, yeah, he's the protector right. of, of the ladies. Of the if you oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's the protector. And I loved that... Queenie had um, Lollery on a leash, which was amazing. <laughs> and who's back together, by the way. And Full body. And that's Queenie's doing, but we don't know how. We don't know how. Right. And someone said, you're back together and with no scars. Yeah, because Queenie was like, yeah, you guys did a crappy job on everyone else. Look at what I did. Right. So thoughts on how she did it? Not necessarily thoughts, but she does say at a later point in the episode, my powers have been getting stronger. Yeah. I've right. developed so, new powers. I've developed said. new powers. So who knows? But she's clearly strong and has many capabilities. Let's be real. All of the witches are getting stronger. Don't you feel right. that way? I do. And I feel like she, as I feel like the pattern has been if they say that they're the supreme, they're not. Like, if they say, oh, I think well, I'm the Supreme. So I was like, oh, she's out. At this point, every <laughs> yeah. single one of the girls has said they're the Supreme. Yes. Really? Every Cordelia single one of them. Cordelia never said she was the Supreme. Except for Cordelia. Yeah. Which she's but I'm the saying Supreme. the girls, the young girls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Each one of them. But we find out, do find out in this episode um, that Cordelia's powers are gone. She has no powers right now. Well, right. Her second sight. Mm-hmm. And also, she seems like she's lost her will. She does seem like she's Yeah, we Sarah and I were talking last week about how um, we were sort of waiting for Cordelia to hit rock bottom, and we feel like she hit it in in last week's episode. And Um, no, you don't think so? I think she hit it tonight. Well, okay. (laughs) I don't know if that was rock bottom. I I think that that was actually. I think that was a showing of her strongness. As do I. I I don't think that had anything to do with with her hitting rock bottom. I think that last episode, when she was sort of down in the dumps, down on her luck, she found out all this stuff about her husband. Her mother hated her because she brought him into the house. You know, like... So Carl just tweeted us. Carl. Thank you, Carl. And she yeah. said that she ju- she just moved to New Orleans in 1830. So that's what we missed. Thank you, Carl. So we didn't miss Thank much oh, okay, Thanks, in the beginning of the episode. Okay. So. Thank you. I'll Carl. save my feedback for Foxy when we get to that. Yes, part, yes, that yes, yes. Okay. yes. Um, but from the funeral, which we find out that Queenie's back, she is alive, and Lallery is back together again, <laughs> like Humpty Dumpty. Um, she lo- seems as miserable as ever. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she she is now seeking revenge. Yeah, she is, does, like, is this this part where she gets slapped in the face? Yes, yes, the first slap, the first slap in the face, yes. first slap of many. Slap so, happy episode. Yeah, um, we jump to what I like to call the hive, the witch hunters' hive, the Delphi, Delphi Trust, the Delphi yes. Trust, mm-hmm. um, where they have decided to cover up his death by calling him a. A soldier coming back with PTSD. His name right. has been changed, and no one's ever going to no know. Funeral. No eulogy. Nothing. Nothing. Um, which I think was a very clever way for them to sort of cover up this like mass 
murder. And you know, too, the, you know, we always, we were talking about the mother and daughter relationship a lot, but this sort of opened up the father-son relationship mm-hmm. since men really haven't been a, a theme in this episode. And we do find out that Hank's dad was really disappointed in what he did. And his sort of right-hand man, excuse me, I don't remember his name, but he was sort of sticking up for Hank in the sense that he was like, he was doing this for us. Right. Yeah. And his dad was like, Look what he started. This is all his fault. Just running him over. It's true. I mean, he sort of does, he did open up the floodgates to many, many problems. He did. But he again, did. his dad just didn't have the compassion. He didn't have the compassion right. when he was a, Hank was a kid. Well, right. And, and he still he was only it. doing it because his father he wanted, wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah. Mirroring Fiona, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, yes How so? so? Mm. I just think that they're very similar people. They you are. know, even when there was the exchange before um, what happened eventually towards the end of the episode, you could tell uh, they're very similar personalities. Yeah. You know, they, they liked to pussy, push each other to a point. Um, so they I, don't I, pussyfoot around. <laughs> I, I think that's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Really. I was going to make sure that I finished that sentence. Yes, because I, I heard that I and I like, like was reading my notes yes. and my ears perked up. Oh, it has been a mama's had a hard <laughs> day. Oh. Seriously, Give, come on, talk oh to me God. more. Talk um, dirty to me, Jane. Talk dirty to me. Um. <laughs> Oh God! The next scene so, that I have—I don't know if this is what you guys have—is a uh, um, MM not flushing her dirt. Oh yeah. Oh, well, we sort of go scene. through this. Uh, Lothery is back, and she's back in her maid's uniform, and she's cleaning up after the women. She's cutting their nails, which I loved. I loved I how they did that. And yeah. it's like a voiceover, a narration. Yeah. She's yeah. really—we're really getting into her head, her experience, really diving into her perspective. And she's talking about how she was born to two prominent people, and. To prominent parents, and she like always had a fascination with like animals and killing them, the creepy yeah. things. We got the and, backstory that we yeah. were craving. Yes, and and um, she serves them. Mm talks. <laughs> she, uh, someone else talked about it because I can't okay, even so, get it out. Uh, Madison is in the bathroom, and Madame Lollery is cleaning the bathroom. And uh, she says, honey, you left your stuff in the commode. Uh, and Madison basically was just like, you flush my shit, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Excuse my French. That's um, what she said, though. And, uh, yeah, so instead of flushing it, she sort of looks at it. And the next scene is um, some brown soup on a plate. So that leads us to believe that they had some some lovely fecal soup for dinner. Oh, And they were loving flavor. it. Coconut, yeah. cardamom, and some other spices that Myrtle did they not... They were raving, raving about how delicious it was, Ugh. which was uh, yeah, that disgusting. was an amazing disgusting. scene. Disgusting. And Lollary had a shit-eating grin on her face. Yeah, except for she didn't need it. I right. Just, I want to talk about the writing a little bit in this episode Please because do. I especially thought that it was it was very punchy this episode. Very. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people that do write for a living or write for fun can appreciate all of the one-liners. Yeah. I know that we joke and we're silly on here, but we do see the other side of things and, you know, how the sets look, how it's filmed, right. what what's the writing about, and I just really loved this episode. I thought that each character's language was so on point yep. because we've sort of been building up the entire season as to, you know, who they are as people, and I thought that they just, like, nailed it this episode. Yeah. I agree. I also think that this episode, sort of the way everybody looked, everybody's sort of like style has sort of they've come into come their own. Into their come own. into yeah. their own. I mean, we get a lot of MM who, by the way, looks amazing. Amazing. Yeah. She looks 
flawless. She does look very thin. thin. Yeah, she does look very thin. But she does look very good. Um, and I just sort of enjoyed, you know, all the stylistic choices that were made this okay. week. Right. They're definitely, they're at the high point. It's yeah. like, we're, we're hitting. I mean, we're at episode 11. We're, yeah, we're hitting the yeah. gas. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty God, amazing. It's going to end so soon. I'm going to be so Okay, depressed. let's not get sad yet. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let's, let's enjoy. Not get sad. Well, I don't want to, like, upset everyone, but the next scene was the first the sort toe of. The toe clipping? Yeah, the toe clipping. Well, it sort of went from that <laughs> um, voiceover narration of Marie into. I believe she was telling all this stuff to the gardener who cut himself, and then she brings him upstairs to um, explore mm-hmm. his insides. I yes, guess? or like how excavate. he excavate. She totally excavated him. Yeah, and she sort of she tells him that he reminds her of an old friend. Yeah, one of her slaves. That, that's one of her slaves. But yeah. she is very disappointed in his hardiness. Well, because yeah. she she I think she cuts a. A toe off of him, and then he passes. He passes. Yeah, and then she just totally excavates his insides. Yeah, Um, the whole thing where she was teasing him with the toes was just. I was. I was convinced she wasn't going to do it. Someone's going to walk in. Me too. Yeah, I was waiting for usually. I mean, usually you can tell when they draw out a scene. Mm -hmm. It's like something's going to happen. Well, somebody does walk in. Yeah, Spalding. Spalding. But after the damage, afterwards, you know, I always I watch these TV procedurals, and the the killer always tells the victim, "I'm going to kill you, and here's why." And then right. they give all this opportunity for someone to come in and save the day. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I was expecting right. that, and boy, was it unexpected that it was like eeny meeny miny mo. You know, this little piggy runs home, clip, and they mm. it wasn't even they didn't show it, it was the sound. Yeah. I have I, a yeah. thing about crunchy bugs and crunchy noises Gross. and the bone crunching. And this is the thing. I know that we're all going to get called out about how we're grossed out about this stuff because yeah. we read the YouTube comments and we know what you guys I am said. not grossed out by it. I know. It. David, all he does is make fun of us. I swear like a piggy. She doesn't look. I don't look. I mean, listen. <laughs> that's just us. Yeah. You know, everyone has a different reaction. So I just sit there wide-eyed, mouth open. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay, I'm okay yeah, with they, it. They're it's, two peas in a pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they sit on the other side of the room. We sit we're on this side. like, oh. Yeah, we're fine. I look it. straight at it and I Me watch too. the blood gushing, but then I squeal like a little piggy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and David goes, and sometimes Stop before, yeah, in anticipation yeah, of. I, I scream right before it happens. Too. Listen, that's just us. We can have intelligent conversations about yeah. American Horror Story and then we can scream about blood. Yeah. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's why you love us, Ann uh, Coven. It is why you love us. Um, so we find out that Spalding sort of, they they have a conversation. Well, is that at this point? Yes, mm-hmm. it is at this point. And I'm very confused. I don't know if anyone else, anyone out there can explain this to us or just to me, I guess, because he's a ghost, but Marie can talk to him and he can pick things up and move them, which... Madame can talk to him. Right. What did I say? Marie. Marie. What the hell's her name? Uh, Madame Laveau. Madame Laveau. What's her first name? Or, I mean, Madame Lollery. Oh, sorry, Lollery. <laughs> See, look, we're so messing funny. it up. Yeah. Delphine is her first name. Delphine. Who's yeah. Marie? Marie. Angela Bassett. <laughs> Hello. Whoa. See, it, I've back. been uh, gone for way too long. Okay, so Delphine, whatever. Kathy Bates is talking to Spalding, <laughs> and I want to know how he can... He's, like, corporeal. He can, mm-hmm. like, pick things up. He can mm-hmm. But we would have this conversation like, when he came to life in front of Fiona when she was trying to overdose and kill herself. Right, but I I mean, the axe man's the same. 
the Axman's a real person now. He's like alive. Yeah, he was released. He was released. Oh, right. I felt I felt like when he came to Fiona, she was like in a drug induced state, and that's mm-hmm. how she was able to see but him. But he was holding her medicine and handed it to her, and she took it. And, we were, and I thought, how, I mean, this is a ghost. Same thing. Like how? But I think this is one of those unanswered questions. Right. It's just like one of those Fans, things like unless you suspension can of disbelief. Give us an yeah. Well, I mean, look at the first season. It was all about ghosts. It was all about people. ghosts, but those people couldn't touch things. And move them. Could they? I don't remember. I think so. They can do a lot of stuff. Anyway, they have a conversation about how they're going to sort of end uh, Marie Laveau's life. (laughs) He tells her that you need to do me a favor, go out into the real world, get me something. It's going to cost you a lot of money, but you bring it back and I'll give you a potion. That will yeah, make her magic. mortal. Yes. Yeah, to kill her. Like it's to kill super her. super easy. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just for like a second. Yes. And she's like, cool beans, I'll be back in 10. <laughs> be back in 10, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically that's how it went, right? Yes, yeah. pretty much. But we do jump really quickly over to a scene where um, Fiona, I'm sorry, where Zoe and Kyle are peering into the bathtub with the little yes. with the candle mm-hmm. to see who killed Nan. Well, Zoe's sort of like performing this really awesome spell where she's looking into the tub to see the truth of how Nan died. died. Right. Because um, Fiona explains it that she slipped into is, the tub. Yeah. Yes. And then she looks into this black water, which then becomes clear, and then Fiona's face pops up, and Angela Bassett's face pops up, and she's like, they did it together! Now, see, this is what bothered me. Okay. That is a, I mean, it's not second sight, because she's not touching something and and seeing the vision. She's performing a spell. She performed a spell, and she was able to have second sight to see this action that happened. The entire thing flashed. So poor Foxy... Got rid of her sight again, and she could have just performed a spell. It's like just light a candle, bitch. But was there I don't think spark, was I, there not a spark notes for that book? Like I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like Foxy doesn't have anything else. Anything else? She didn't have like magical powers like that. She was always working with herbs and, and things spells. like that. And spells. Like spells. juicing. She was, yeah, yeah. She, she was. She was. I mean, <laughs> She's like, I got a great. She's like, Sarah, I this is not set in LA. It's you know the what? New Year. Juicing is one way to keep the pounds off, but you know what? I know another way to keep the pounds off. Tell, Please, me, tell. Do tell. tell me everything. With Slim Fast, two weeks oh. is all it takes to get what you really want. In 14 days, the only thing higher than your confidence will be your hemline. Woo woo. This podcast is brought to you by Slim Fast. And now back to our show. <laughs> that was excellent. Thanks. Um, so, <laughs> so after um, Zoe sort the of sees, reveal. right, uh, there's like a big, oh there's a big moment that happens. And Kyle oh, yeah. says that he, she says the L word. He well, keeps his love for her. Well, You're not what's her face? Explain. NM walks yeah. in and she's like, oh, how cute, a romantic little bubble bath. <laughs> and then they have this argument and she's like, I'm going to blow him right now. <laughs> And then she's like, go ahead, do whatever you want. And he's like, no, I love what's her face. At first I thought he was like still traumatized from his whole sexual abuse. Yes, right. Right. But it just seems like it was love instead. Yeah, I mean, he's in love with Zoe. I mean, he's like fully functioning. Yeah, no more Franken. Adult, right? Child, yeah. Child, No more Franken. No weird memories. Just Kyle. Just Kyle. Just Kyle. Just Kyle. Kyle. And then... um, 
Myrtle walks in and says, <laughs> "Oh my god, the best, best line ever!" Line but, in the season so far. I agree. That yes. Calling MM a bobblehead in crotchless panties, <laughs> and then to which MM replies, "When I'm the the supreme, I'm going to drag this coven." <laughs> Out of the dark ages and crotchless panties for everybody. <laughs> she does respond to her and says, Well, you're a, you're a dried up hot pocket, but you don't see me judging. <laughs> I mean, that so was incredible. good. Amazing. I, mean, I literally wrote my notes, Myrtle slays with yeah. the one-liners because honestly, like, she just, some good ones later every too. time she opens up her mouth, it is thoroughly entertaining. And I love, we talked about this last week, but yeah. I love how she's totally come into her own. Yes. And just like, re, she is reborn, uh, from the ashes. And she's come out to be this like, fabulous, fierce, just all-knowing creature. Uh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's rivaling Misty for me. Like, I love Misty, which I missed her in this episode. It's Misty. I think it's week. just the whole entire aura she's that crazy. she gives off. Hey, I love it where she's playing that weird, woo. Yeah. Witchy music <laughs> and more Foxy is like, please thing? stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird, but I'm, she's super. She's into it. She's like on another level. She is on. She's another vibrating level. on another level. I don't think anyone else gets. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, mm. it's pretty good. It is amazing. <laughs> so she's the biggest Hollywood cliche there is: the bobblehead with crotchless panties. Oh yes. Um, Sign me and up. Then, then we cut to the Axeman, yep. right? Fiona. The Axeman and Fiona having Didn't a very she sweet look moment. Amazing. Uh, she did look oh incredible. My God. incredible. How did they, I mean, you have to give it to the makeup department because they have really taken her on a journey this season uh, from true. being cancer riddled and looking like on death's door mm-hmm. to being so young and youthful and radiant looking. Yeah. And you're just like, her skin is amazing. Skin looks amazing. Yeah. What's the secret? Yeah, tell I hope it's not the blood stuff. Oh, yeah. Jessica Lang, <coughs> call us, let us, let know. us know. We'll girl. be here. You know. Unless it's blood, I'm not putting it on. You know. <laughs> no. So they like have a fantasy. Or well, he how talks does the whole to her, farm thing start? I forgot. He talks to her about wanting to kill this new Supreme, this new young Supreme, and just mm-hmm. run away. And he's like, I, my grandfather or uncle farm. had a farm, and we should just go and kill this bitch and... <laughs> Go live on the farm Basically. and be normal people. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, I'm going to be a farm wife. <laughs> she's like, imagine, imagine me. me being a farm wife. Milk and Can't cows. you see her? Like, if she dressing up, putting her kitten heels on and her oh my pearls God. and perfume, we go to collect the eggs from the hen house. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be her chore for the day. I can't, so I can't glamorous. With, with a filthy martini and a cigarette. <laughs> um, but, they, but they sort of come into a, a, like a, a, an, a, an understanding and agreeance that... If he will do this favor for her, which we don't know at this point, he will give up the axe if she will give up the coven. Right. So that's the agreement that they came to. Um, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. We know he lived up to his end of the bargain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we also know that (laughs) Fiona's... I don't know about Fiona. Doesn't have a soul. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. Which way she's going to go. Yeah. Okay, so what happened next? So what happened next is actually when Spalding admires yes. Madame Lawler's oh, yes, art. Oh, yes, 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 Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when she... Bizarre. The intestines. The way that he was like, oh, no, no. Like, you don't need to well, apologize well, for one's artwork. One admires it. No, but the thing is, so I, I get it on that level that he's his thing is the dolls, right. her thing is this. But he's trying he's to persuade accepting. her to get what he wants. He wants the damn doll. Yeah. He wants the he 18, wants weird 20s, whatever doll. Which is so bizarre to me. <laughs> it definitely makes it spookier. But that's, there's nothing weirder than a ghost thing. that really is obsessed with yeah. baby dolls. Right. 
that's his thing. Everyone has a thing. In I his know, show. and he wants. When she brings him the doll, finally, he's like, are you sure it's real? And she's like, there's a certificate of authenticity in there. I was going to say... He's like, oh, good. He's able to hold the doll. He's able to hold the baby. I wonder if he's able to use eBay. Because he'd have used so many more dolls. Yeah, but if he But how weird would it be if there's like... Right. Dolls being delivered to Spalding, and they're like, (laughs) Spalding's dead. Yeah, addressed to her. She'd be the cover. Madame LaLaurie. Oh. Just an alternate storyline. I know yeah. it's over. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so if you need something, if you writers, need more baby and you're dolls. out there watching. Um, so Jesus. lovely doll, you know, tattered clothing, creepy face and all. Um, He's very so he, he lives up to his end of the bargain, right? Yes. And yeah. he yes. gives he her. He lives up to her end of the bargain. Well, he. he she thinks that he lives yeah. up yes. to. He gives her some magical pills. Benadryl. Great for when you have allergies and you need to go to sleep. Yeah. 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 Or if you just want to go to sleep. Yeah. And he tells True. her, I don't recommend doing that ever. Um, anyway. Benadryl. Don't say it out loud. It's too powerful. <laughs> don't say the word. He tells her You're to like condoning. dissolve it into her drink and then it'll do the trick. God. So funny. So funny. You um, think she would have just read? She can read, right? Yeah, but I don't she's know. not, I think, oh. That's he a gave her the package. But who knows if she can right. read? Yeah. I mean, she would have. I guess, yeah, maybe she doesn't know how to read. I don't know. Yeah. That's a great question. Fans, what do you think? She is a woman from a certain era. I mean, I don't right. know if she would have been, if she would have been edu- well-educated, but even then, I mean, what has she read in the last right. 150 years of a medicine, mo- like... She's I not mean, gonna I like flip not. it over. If someone and, like, told her, she would probably just be like, "Okay, it's the magic." Only, the only right. thing she's done lately is watch Roots. So yeah. I yeah. mean, that, <laughs> important that's things. All, that's all to she's do. done, and she's desperate. She's you know? super yeah. desperate. She wants to believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, um, that's true. I think the next thing we have is that Queenie pretty much schools Foxy. Yes, comes back kind of and about. is like, and she's like, "You gave my room away." She's like throwing all of Misty's stuff out. She schools her though. I mean, yes. I I felt like I felt bad for Cordelia. I felt bad Me for too. her because she's just like, I'm so sorry, and I'm still got your back. But Queenie is like, bitch, please. Are you really that sorry? And she has plenty of good points. I mean, it's true. I mean, she does explain how she came back. She, which um, is amazing because a silver bullet kills a witch, and yeah. it did not kill her. Right. Yeah. So she is more than that. Something's going on with her. Yeah. Oh. And even Cordelia says, you are a very powerful woman. She spat out the silver bullet that's supposed to be, like, a certain death. Certain death, yeah. Because she had no idea. She honestly had no idea what she was doing when she, I mean, I think she thought when she shot herself in the head that she was killing herself. Right. Right. Um, And it was just sort of a nice surprise that she just spit it out. Here's the bullet, by the way. Okay, so question. Did she shoot herself in the head with the silver bullet, or was she shot in the stomach with the silver bullet? I think she was shot in the stomach with the silver bullet, the and she just, gun. like, coughed it, was, it up. It was his gun. So, so he shot her both. from a distance with the silver bullet. Oh, okay. He dropped his gun, I believe. Fans, correct me if I'm wrong. And she grabbed the gun, and she shot herself. Herself. Because gotcha. either way... Because she spit out a silver bullet. Well, I was thinking, could that have been her stomach? She's like still repairing? Shot and in like, the stomach. Oh, interesting. You know, and like shoots out. Right. She spit out what was in her stomach? Or did that just come out of the back, like bounced off the back of her head out of her mouth? That's a good question. Right? Either way, she lives. Either way, she's yeah. alive. Thank right. goodness. We love Queenie. We do love Queenie. And she's like, it's time for a new woman to take charge. And she's like, step back. 
And she was just like, I was afraid that Foxy was going to do something drastic, which she did. But I was afraid she was going to, like, kill herself. Because she's like, you need to take a long... This is, like, the third person that said, take a hike. Just leave. Leave. She's like, like down and out already so much. I felt so bad for her. Well, she decides to take matters into her own hands. Literally. 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 And gouges out her eyes with shears. Pruning shears. Which is kind of the best scene ever. Oh, my God. Watching it go in. Into one eye and then into the next. And the blood got her out. And then watching it go into, I thought yeah. they couldn't show. I'm watching, looking at Julian's face. I didn't while, watch it. <laughs> while it's happening, I'm like, it's happening. No, you know why? It's happening. Because <laughs> I, I was on Twitter and I was following along with you guys. Anybody that hashtagged FanCub and I was reading your tweets, and I got a tweet from Carl that basically warned me to not yes. look up, which happened at the perfect time because guess what? My pad, my notepad was in my face. Um, so I'm totally fine with not seeing that. I'm glad that I know what happened. That's great. Yes. I thought for a second it might not happen. I thought that the, the she stuff hesitated. she was rubbing, she hesitated. Yeah. Well, I thought the stuff she was rubbing on her eyes was to like it was more acid because she I thought she was gonna be like this, but I guess it was numbing. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that's what I thought. It was gonna maybe blind her with the potion with the material, right. yeah. which would but have it, been a lot easier. So much easier than like having to gouge her. Well, because she hesitated when she put it up, and she was like, uh, uh, "I know." And then she started doing it. I thought it was just gonna burn her. You know, obviously. You know what I wonder though? I'm scared of is because they they talked about it, but we never we didn't see it happening, and I wonder if. She does have that second sight, or if something we're going to have to wait for because we right. don't know. We don't see her for the rest of the episode if she right. actually got that second sight back. Right, because she's going to be like on death's door if she doesn't have it back. Oh, because she's just going to be blind and right. useless. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she was operating under an assumption that yes. she would. That get right. it back. We don't even know if there was any truth to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Very, very um, bold. Bold. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Kind of but very but right, if, it, if yeah. it's true, I mean, it's a huge gamble. But what on earth would give her that idea? I mean, well, she was blinded the first time, and then before. she got the second sight, and then got her eyes back. And you know, I don't even know who the hell knows what she was thinking. I mean, Myrtle. She really never said wanted it. those eyes in the first place. No. Myrtle did that to her. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say there's a good chance that she doesn't have it, but she could have something else. Who knows? Yeah. The next important thing that I think happens because we are. Um, Myrtle tells Zoe <laughs> while playing this weird. <laughs> the, the, what is it called? Theremin? I have no idea. A theremin, yeah. Theremin. A what? A, what? a theremin. theremin. Never heard of it. Okay, you guys are in a special club. <laughs> well, no, we, we, we did it one show without you guys. Hey guys, and now we were, we're here bonded. Last week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, whatever, not a real instrument. Yeah. Um, Myrtle tells Zoe to leave the coven to take Kyle with her, gives her this weird box with oh, a brooch yeah. in it, and tells her to hawk it if she gets into trouble. And our fan, John, has been actually tweeting me, talking about where exactly did she send her? Did she say Epcot? She said Epcot. Okay. Because it's like, she's going to Disneyland. She's going to Disneyland. Yeah. World. She was like, here are tickets to Epcot, go. Is that like the only safe place? Well, no. Disney World? Epcot? It's just like one of the parks. So she she had this moment, you know, and it was really nice because we sort of find a little bit out about Myrtle's uh, past life, Mm -hmm. past love. Her only love ended up being with Diane Von Fersen 
Rustenberg, the inventor of the the inventor of the wrap dress, the greatest just, well, invention her, of the century. Yeah, the wrap dress, which she, she has been it. rocking a ton of wrap dresses this season. Um, <laughs> yeah. She said it exactly I, like that. Yes, and I just have to say there is an actual installation right now at LACMA, the yes. LA County Museum of Art, called Journey of a Dress. Diane oh, von Furstenberg. She is a perfect. genius, she's and she's it is the greatest invention of the century. And everyone should go see it. Check it out. Yeah. It's super current. She's also going very to be current. having a reality show very soon. Anyway, but that's Shut on another on another note. Ooh, I would cover that. Sorry. I know. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Heard it here first, people. <laughs> so she just has this moment about love. And, you know, I see you guys. I saw you at the funeral. I saw the way you looked at each other. You deserve to be together. You deserve to have a life outside of this coven. If Fiona does not kill you, Madison will. So either way, you're going to die. Yeah. So leave because I like you and I want you to live. And Zoe sort of contests it. She's, she's like, like yeah. oh, she's like, whatever. I'm the new whatever. supreme. Yeah, I'm the badass. And she's like, just take. And the she's advice. like, even yeah. more reason to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. I was surprised to see that they. I mean, I guess we'll get to that. But to even see that that they considered it, right? I thought it happened so quickly. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know what? I mean. When your life isn't on the line, you know. Absolutely. You do anything. So the witch hunters meet up with, I guess the Delphi Trust meet up with Fiona and Marie. This is like the greatest scene Best for me. Scene, I, love I think of the episode. Yeah. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fiona comes in and orders a martini. Filthy. <laughs> I'm going to start ordering my martinis that way. Right. Right. Yeah. Disgusting. I love a dirty martini. I do too, but like... A filthy, filthy? one? Yeah. I we'll have to try it. Yeah. You'll have to try it. Okay. Let, me know what, let me know what you think. I'll let you know. Um, well, and Ariana's the one who noticed the big... I noticed reveal. the bartender because yes. I when the the camera <laughs> says a lot about yes when I, okay. <laughs> I it was the suspenders on the axe man mm-hmm. I noticed they they did the uh, the other shot from the other side the reverse the reverse shot and I just yeah, thought I just saw who's it. the guy at the bar in the center and also yeah. if you noticed the there was a key yes, the key lock locked. so I thought well who did the locking this has to be someone with the right. witches. And then I saw the suspenders. I'm like, no one wears suspenders but the axe man. Right. <laughs> and so I saw, and also there he had a case. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, hmm, this is looking fishy. So I just put two and two together. They propose a truce, right. a hundred year truce of no witch killing. Um, not good thought, enough. Which clearly was not good enough because right. then they counter with like all these weird things. I mean, Marie wants a jet. Yeah, <laughs> Fiona wants a house. His house yeah. painted. Yeah. Um, Is that what she said? Yeah, she was like uh, something about style. She, yeah. she was just like, I need it painted before you give it to me, though. Wow. Um, and they really can't come to terms with, you know, basically Fiona wants no witch killing ever, ever again yeah. for all of eternity. And she made a good point. Cause she was like, "Did you see how fast I took down your company? That took nothing. Right. It was that was easy. It was, nice. it was child, easier than mixing a Roy play. Rogers." I don't know what a Roy Rogers, but it's a cherry coke. Oh, is it? Yes. Wow. Um, but we did all notice they're delicious. There was a comment made about communism. Yeah, yes. about this is harder than getting rid of the communists in what the State Department. Mm-hmm. So that led us to think that that was a clue for next season. There was also one that uh, Myrtle says to Zoe when she says where she got the brooch from. 
Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying. We're, we were thinking in the room McCarthy era yes. because of the 1950s and the Red Scare. How that might have affected, who knows, Hollywood or nuclear era. There's so many options. Yes, um, but we'll get to that later. Um, but those are the clues that we picked up on. And then the Axeman. <laughs> what a great scene. Kills everybody. I mean, look, yeah, no, I mean, the greatest part of that scene was he annihilates everybody except for Hank's father. What's his name? Uh, Hank Sr.? Hank Sr. I don't know. I think <laughs> it is. Hank and Senior. he's like stir- stirring his coffee. They chat for a second, then Fiona kills him. Yeah. The cinematography, fantastic. Like the shots in that with the slow, you know, the chopping and... I thought it was kind of beautiful. I, know. I agreed, and the blood splattering on the him. Splattering. Looked, I mean, it all was. It was beautifully very, done. It was quite beautifully done. It was very, um, a little bit like operatic. It yeah. was, yeah. And I was kind of gleeful. Like I felt the joy of that he had killing all those guys. Through the screaming. Were you expecting it? I was not. <laughs> I, once I saw him, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the favor done. she asked yeah. for. I didn't think it would be such an annihilation. Like, I thought there would at least be, I mean, I know there was really nowhere for them to go, but I, yeah, I didn't think it would be that, that easy. I mean, <laughs> I, I love the scene, but my absolute favorite part was Marie Laveau's Instagram snaps. I know. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So I was good. just like, is she, so is she tweeting this? Like, yeah. is she tweeting yeah, this? Well, I, no, no, no. Is, that, is that for thinking, her personal collection? Be careful what you put on your phone. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, That's very true. This, the internet lives forever, people. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> uh, so far in this show, there has been no consequence for death. Nobody has come to find anyone. No, the cops That's have come true. like twice and they've been enchanted. Yes. yes. But all they've done has been asking questions. But there have been just... so many other people that have died and nothing has been said. Well, half the people in the in Fiona's coven have been dead and are now back from the dead. So it doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Everyone's coming, dying and coming back from the dead and then dying again and going up in flames and then coming back totally fine in swamp mud. I mean, a lot has happened. A lot. (laughs) A lot. A lot lot has happened. But Marie and Fiona are toasting to everlasting friendship. They are. It makes me a little unsettled still. Really? I just I kind of enjoy it. I enjoy it, but there's something because I You're don't trust either. Yeah, I don't trust yeah. either of them, and both of them in the like. I'm just like both of one of they both have to have a plan on too the other good one. to be true. Too good to be true. Well, Marie is immortal. She has the upper Fiona hand. Wants she to has be. the upper hand, and Fiona wants to be. But Fiona's, Fiona's in like loves, um, and that might be even stronger drug than immortality. True. So Fiona goes off. Uh, Delphine mixes the cocktail full of antihistamines. <laughs> um, and, and, and Carl's, Carl us. tweeted me and was like, you know, they probably don't have antihistamines back then. So, in the sense that, like, Spalding's like, it's an antihistamine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and she's like, Ooh. oh my god. Um, and uh, so she stabs her. Obviously, nothing happens. <laughs> and then there goes Spalding hitting her on the head with the doll. With the doll. And he's like, oh, she's immortal. Nothing can happen to yeah, her. Yeah, like, by yeah. the way, I knew that. Um, but you should bury her like you were buried and make sure she doesn't get out. I mean, that's a great, great idea. idea. Great plan. Yeah. Chop off her arms. That would help, too. Make sure she can't crawl out. Oh, that would work. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I don't know where I get Oriana, these ideas. Thinking like a sociopath. Yeah. I love it. Hey, if anyone needs to borrow a body, don't yeah. call me. <laughs> um, and then basically the last thing that happened was Zoe and Kyle um, run off to Orlando. I forgot yeah. to mention the sweet scene with Spalding and the baby. That was, was one of my faves. He does. You are so weird. Because we're watching the episode <laughs> and he's like with the baby dressed in the doll's clothing that 
that Delphine brings him, and he's like, oh, my own living doll. And this creeper next to me is like, oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> in cute. her defense, I mean, I'm thinking he's going to kill the baby. He's going to snap right. his neck. He's going to do something to the baby. Yes, it's horrible that a ghost now wants to keep a living baby as his own living doll. I'm not thinking this is a great idea. However, it's sweet sweet that he's caring for an animate being. Right. He isn't caring for Fiona anymore. Right. And that that was like his sole purpose in life. life. Exactly. So if he has someone to care for... He's a ghost. He can't be around all the time. I mean, whatever. It was cute. Okay, we have to... We do have to move on. Let's jump into news and gossip. Sure. Awesome. Okay, so does anyone have anything other than myself? Well, I mean, Ryan Murphy revealed today in the EW article that um, it's going. the next season is going to be set in the 1950s and that Jessica Lange has already started practicing her German accent. Um, oh, so we'll wow. save our thoughts for predictions because we kind of yes. want to rush the news and gossip, but interesting, mm-hmm. to say the least. Um, and I read, and I know I tweeted about it this week that Jillian was right. Nan is officially gone for good, Ooh. as is Joan. We will not see them again. That's Bye, right. Patty LuPone. <coughs> I know. I tweeted Peace. the actress who plays Nan, I can't remember her name, to see if she would come on our show. And just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, fans, yeah. if you could, if we could just blast her. Everyone yeah. tweet her, ask her yeah. to come on our show. Maybe she will. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I have, although it doesn't technically pertain to our show, I thought it was very interesting. It does. Include our show a little bit. Um, Christine McVie is rejoining Fleetwood Mac after 15 years. And she right. is obviously now going to be bandmates with Stevie Nicks, who we love. Yes. The magical delights of. The magical delights <laughs> of Stevie Nicks. Also, I want to give out props to Gabourey Sidibay. Thanks. For sort of standing up for herself. Snaps. Right, and tweeting out to Mm -hmm. people, she said, quote, to people making mean comments about my Golden Gobes picks, I most deaf cried about it on that private jet (laughs) on my way to my dream job last night. Hashtag JK, so you get it, girl. Oh, and tomorrow is the last day that they are shooting on Coven. Really? They're still shooting? Yeah, tomorrow's the last day. So they might have been doing some, like, reshoots or something like that. Yeah. For the last two episodes, because there's only two left. Yeah, right. Those editors must work Mm. hard. Very quickly. Okay, let's jump into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. So we saw in our promo that Misty is recovered. Thank God. Thank God. And that the girls are going to be performing, I guess... All the girls are going to be performing the Seven Wonders, and they're mm-hmm. going to do it, and they're going to do it, or they're going to die trying. Mm-hmm. So scary. So scary. So who? What are our predictions? Well, David never predicts. I never so predict I because I like to keep things predict. to myself. But we can do predictions about clues that we saw from right. next season. What do you think is going to be happening next season? I mean, I think we. I don't know how it's going to manifest because I feel like it's pretty obvious that it's Red Scare. Communism, something McCarthy era, yeah, McCarthy mm-hmm. era, like something along those lines. I don't know how that's gonna manifest. I can only imagine. Um, so I think the circus dreams are pretty much killed. But what are you gonna do? Mm. Um, I'm going to say that I'm gonna go back to my original thought. I know she's like down and out, but I really think Foxy is my supreme man. Okay. Okay. Um, so for next season, uh, I was thinking about this a lot today, uh, 1950s, hydrogen bomb, 
One of the people that worked on it was German, Albert Einstein. I don't know if Einstein will be involved, but I would love to see Jessica Lange as a German scientist um, working on the uh, atom bomb, which also ties into the aliens, UFO, because during that time, people were super paranoid that things were falling down from the sky at them um, because of the testing of the bombs. So there was a ton of UFO um, sighting reports. It was an era of paranoia. So that's my two cents. Next week, I hope to see more Misty because I'm obsessed. And I was going to jump off on that, too. I was thinking if there was a circus theme of it having to be, like, radioactive type, you know, Hills Have Eyes theme in the sense of they're testing the bombs. And they didn't know a lot. They didn't know, like, what Fukushima was going to do. Not Fukushima. That was the radio. That was what just happened. Um, Okinawa. They didn't know what dropping the bombs were going to do because Mm -hmm. it was so powerful. But I was just thinking, what if people lived there and they were, you know, quote-unquote freaks of nature, whatever. Right. Oh, that's a good There's possibilities. I think there's so many places that this story could go, as always, Mm -hmm. that would be based on a true American horror story. Right. That's so exciting. It is exciting. Anything for next week? Next week, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm really curious about uh, uh, Kyle and Zoe going to Orlando. Like, what WDH? (laughs) I have no idea. With this crazy, are they going to hawk the thing? I'm thinking they're going to hawk the brooch. She's going to open the thing and find out it's not what she thought it was and something's going to be interesting. Interesting. Because we didn't actually get to see it. We did not get to see it. It's the most poisonous animal is the like right the ant it's supposed to be the shape of an ant like something weird's going on there I missed all of that okay (laughs) you're good I think that Zoe and Kyle are definitely not going to Orlando something's gonna happen and they're gonna get stuck where they are okay um and I think for next season I was thinking a lot about the 1950s and like what was happening a lot in the 1950s and I feel like there was like a, a large rise of like sociopaths and Serial killers Microwaves. and stuff like that, and glamorization of obsession. Those people, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it might be going somewhere in that direction. Farmhouses, yeah. Okay. Ooh, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. All right. Well, David, where can we where can we find you? So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at You Can Call Me Skiff. I am on Twitter at Sarah on the Go, Sarah with an H, and Instagram is SarahBear627. Uh, I am on Twitter at Jillian Leff or on Instagram at JillyLeff. I am on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo, Instagram Oriana Leo, and you can also find me on the Banshee After Show as well as Killer Women. Oh, yeah, I'm Killer Women, too. Ooh. Oh, well, <laughs> until next week, you guys. Have a good night. Good. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 